here we go. Episode two, Odd G's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> What's going on, huh? Uh, good to see you. Glad, glad we uh, we came back for week two, man. Uh, <laughs> funny you used that Van Halen song in the open there because we're we're gonna do a little exercise on the show later today, and I was considering that very tune. Uh, I considered it as well. That's yeah. why I put it in the open. It didn't make my top three riffs of all time. Right. But it was under heavy consideration because yeah, heavy, heavy. Yeah. Yes. Because that, that song was in heavy rotation back in my youth when 78 uh, eight huh? tracks, eight tracks. <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> when people are going, what the hell's an eight What's track? What's an eight track? <laughs> yeah. But it was good that that was one of the songs on the Van Halen one that wasn't interrupted by a change of track. Didn't you love that when they oh, they'd like the start a song and maybe you play the first 35 seconds of it and you're just getting into it and then it stops and then you have to click click and it had to go to track two and then it would start the song. Right Unreal, right? Off. Yeah, that's the kind of technology that we had to grow up with. But I remember hearing that for the first time and I was like, holy shit, listen to yeah. this. Like just the, yeah. mm, the way it comes in and then and that, the bass line. Boom, yeah. Boom, yeah. Boom. Boom. On that, like one and a half beat was like, oh my god, this is like evil sounding. Yes, it was. Really, it was. Uh, it was eye opening, to yeah. say the least. Yeah, uh, it's such a great, such a great opening song for an opening album. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. I was, I my daughter wants a record player for Christmas, and she's like all, all right. into like some older good music too. Oh yeah, and she wants to go record shopping, and I was like, oh, I have a record case downstairs, so mm-hmm. I came down and I have this like old record box. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, and. I opened the it. I had like right five in albums in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had uh, Pink Floyd, The Wall, Dark Side of the Moon. I have an LP from uh, Metallica called Jump in the Fire. It was like a collector's thing. Mm-hmm. And then I had, um, what else? Oh, Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. <laughs> like the artwork, too. And Van right. Halen 1 was in there. Yeah. Yeah, we had so. a big Motley Crue banner uh, up in the one of the windows in my fraternity house room, the first room that I ever rented in the fraternity house. Yeah, the big orange and black with the pentagram on it. Yeah, Motley yeah. Crue. That's from the shout. At the, <laughs> that's the shout at the devil album. Right, right, right. Speaking of great riffs, that band had some great ones. Oh, they had plenty. I considered oh. a couple of those too. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Feelgood's a great riff, and that's like greatest uh, strip club riffs. Motley yeah. Crue has. You know, probably a good five out of the top 20 in there. Oh, girls, girls, girls. Yeah. The homage, that's the homage to the stripper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, the Colonel's going to join us coming up uh, in about 10 minutes. Right. The great um, Mike Kern. Yeah. And we got a lot to discuss. We're going to talk about the end of the F1 season. We're going to talk about also uh, Pat McAfee's deal. Uh, we're going to get to our greatest risk. But before we do any of that, we got to tell everybody about parks and the sports book. Absolutely. Yeah, the Park Sportsbook app. You you've uh, coined a great phrase. It's so easy to use. I can bet while I do the show. Exactly. I'm looking at it right now. I'm eyeing up the uh, Philadelphia Eagles minus five against a COVID riddled Washington football team. No kidding. Yeah, between injuries and the COVID uh, protocol list, Washington could be in some serious serious straits here with their roster. So I'm looking at the Eagles minus five. Well, it's crazy because like I'm I'm like scrolling through my Twitter and I'm seeing every all kinds of NHL players are in COVID protocol. It's like coming back in a weird way. Yeah, but it's it like oh man, it's just the beginning of winter too. Like we're technically not even in winter yet. 
Yeah, well, that, keep in mind, everybody needs to calm down. The, the media loves to report yep. on positive tests. That's all this really is. Not okay? positive news, Harry. No, no, positive no, no tests. positive news. Positive <laughs> tests. Yep. Yeah, it's it's bananas, and uh, we'll kind of see how it plays out. But uh, yeah, the sportsbook app, get it, download it, uh, or go to parksasino.com slash PA. All the info is there. You can follow Parks on Twitter at Parks Sportsbook on Instagram on uh, Facebook and YouTube and all the different platforms. Great content there. So make sure you check that out. And new customers right now, if you sign up, you get a $500 risk-free bet. You can bet that on a game, on just about anything, and player player parlays and player performances. And uh, I gave out a couple last week. I had a first to score and a, a goal scorer last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. I, like I saw, saw some folks uh, cashing last night on Odell Beckham Jr. first touchdown. Is that right? Yeah. That must be a nice pretty payout. good Monday night game last night. Yeah. So um you, you, let's get to the F1 stuff first. Yeah, um, let's do it. Because I I was on your uh, show, the middle, with you and Barrett, and we were talking about it. And then the race this weekend happened, the Grand Prix Dabby to wrap Dabby. up the season. Yeah, the Dabby 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 <laughs> Grand Prix. And it was, you know, two guys going in level on points, Verstappen and Hamilton. And Hamilton looked like he had the race. Did you watch the race, Harry? I watched uh, a good portion of it and I saw that, you know, Hamilton got out to the, there was some controversy, I believe in the first lap there where uh, yeah. wasn't it Verstappen was uh, made a late lunge into one of the turns yeah. and sort of forced Hamilton off the track. And he made like a big move, like where he cut he the whole track, all, he had all four <laughs> tires off the track and made a move and cut him off and took the lead. And there was controversy right out of the gate with that whole race. I saw that. And then I stayed with it for a little while, was in and out. It's, it's the one thing about these races. You can kind of go in and out of them a little bit. And I came back in with 10 laps to go. Oh, perfect and, timing. And Hamilton had like an 11-second lead, mm-hmm. which I am a virgin at this, okay? I'm a novice. I don't know anything. But they were the, the announcers were saying that that's almost impossible to make up that kind of, kind of time with so few laps left. Yeah. Especially against a driver like that. So I'm thinking this thing is over. So I pack up and go to the golf club, get ready to play golf. I walk in the pro shop and they have it on, on the television. I'm like, Oh, you guys were watching this. And uh, the, one of the assistant pros is a fan. I didn't, I was, I didn't, wasn't aware of this. So he's, Oh yeah. And they're interviewing Verstappen. And I'm like, did he win? And he goes, (laughs) Oh, you should have seen the end. And I'm like, I missed everything. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause he was not catching Hamilton, even though he was on fresher tires, but when, um, Nicholas Latifi, a nice Canadian boy, threw a wrench into it by putting his car into the wall. He's with Ironically, the Williams group, right? The Williams yeah. race team? Yeah. Yep. And, a bunch and of schlubs. The, yeah, they've they got no pace. They're no part of the race. Right. But he's like battling with Michael Schumacher Jr., who is in a host that has no part of the race either. The ironic thing is that ends up costing Hamilton his eighth world championship. And he's the son of Michael Schumacher, who he's tied with with seven. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So the conspiracy theorists, I'm sure, are out that Michael Schumacher prevented him. He didn't really he didn't crash Latifi. But so they they have the the safety car with five laps to go. And, you know, the FIA decides and the race director decides we're going to get one flying lap. And Mercedes is going, we shouldn't. We should end under safety car. But they always want to finish a race by racing. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. I'm new to this. Okay, they seem to be making the rules up as they go. And that's well, kind of a that's yeah. you know kind of a weird dynamic, especially for somebody who's new to this. I'm like, what are, are there any real hard and fast rules here? Like what 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 goes on? It almost seems a little shady. 
Yeah, like because you know, usually if there's lap cars, they can unlap themselves. They initially said they couldn't, then they said they could. At mm-hmm. least the cars between Hamilton and Verstappen, the five mm-hmm. cars that were there. So they unlapped themselves, which puts those two right next to each other. Right. Mercedes didn't want him to unlap because then he's a big distance back. Right, right. <clears throat> And I even though he gave up a soft. 10 second lead because of this crash and because of the safety. Yeah, now they're car, tightened right? up. Right. Yeah. But but Hamilton's on 44 lap old tires and oh, Verstappen boy. and they're hards and Verstappen's on brand new softs, which mm. is a probably a three second per lap pace advantage, at least wow. at that point. So they restart the race and you know, people are freaking out. But we have the final lap. You want to see the final yeah, lap? Yeah, I'd love to see it because I have not seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay, so this is the onboard of Verstappen and Hamilton together at the same time. And oh, you the can hear their cameras are great. Yeah, and you can hear oh. their team radio as well. Okay. So you'll get you'll get kind of an understanding of you know what was being said and all that stuff. So let me just uh let me see if I can find it here. I got all these tabs open. Jesus. I got too many open, huh? Where's it at? It's right here. Show it to me. I, I just want the so, audio too. A well-oiled machine, this odd geez. Yeah. Oh, here it is. It's right here. It's right in front of me the whole time, huh? All right, here we go. So I'll minimize us so you can see right. it good. All right, here and here's the final lap. Let's hit play. There you go. Right, it should be playing. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's buffering a little bit right there. Ah, jeez, this internet yeah. thing. Ah, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, like you just want to get something done. I know. And you can't Is the get old anything. lady upstairs using up all the bandwidth? Like, what's going on here? Nah, the thing she uses the bandwidth for her don't affect the internet. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now it's not going to work. I can't believe oh it. Oh, my God. I queued this thing up 16, 16 times. Wow. And now let me just go back. Oh, geez. It's like never easy, is it? Yeah, no, it's nothing. Nothing's easy. But it's no, it's no. kind of perfect because I I just you know started watching the uh, uh, the reality show. Oh yes, you're watching Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive, and I mean you know still in the first season, but I got through that Monaco episode, which was awesome. That's been the best episode I've seen so far. That yeah, was episode yeah. three. Three. Oh okay. Yeah, oh, we got the Colonel. Why don't Uh-oh. we watch that after with, with the, after we're done yeah. with the Colonel? Okay. All right. So yeah. coming to us from the the, the Barca lounger. Now, I'm, I'm talking sure about bad in... Wi-Fi. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you think he shared it with me. Look at that face. Wow. <laughs> are, are, are you stealing your Wi-Fi signal from the Wawa down the street? Dude, I never have a problem with anybody else but you guys. So <laughs> what does that – I mean, Kevin Cooney and I never have a problem. Is Kevin, Kevin that no. more sophisticated than you guys? You I only ask. <laughs> Yeah. What do you shoot your what do you shoot on your your cell phone or are you on a computer? I am on my I could do you guys on my iPad. I probably should have apologized. Next time I will. We brought the band back together. So um and Jason, by the way, I gotta tell you something. You were on the podcast recently with Kevin and I. I could listen yeah. to you talk hockey. And I don't know why. Because other guys can talk hockey and you know, Al, you, you just, when you talk, I just feel like I'm not being talked down to and I'm learning something. And I don't know. So whatever it is you do, just keep doing it. Wow. Is that right? It's high praise. Yeah. I concur. 
Now I can't hear you. You guys got to turn your volume up. What? That, that's your volume. That's not our volume. <laughs> Talking to you, buddy, <laughs> Don't blame our volume on your inability to hear. <laughs> but again, when I have Kevin on, and you know, it's never a problem. Oh my god, this is awesome. What's up, man? My, hey, I'm the new Temple coach. We can make that announcement on your your podcast here. I am, I am okay. the new Temple football coach. All right. Uh, my first question is, who's your defensive coordinator? Um, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin Goody. Does it matter? Kevin Goody. <laughs> well, you know when Temple plays? On a Saturday. Yeah. Not always. I can tell this appearance isn't going to no, last as always. long as I want yeah. it already. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> sometimes sorry. they sometimes they play on a Thursday. Yeah. Thursday, Fridays in that conference. Dude, you got to start going down to the Starbucks or something when we get you as a, as a guest. You got a Starbucks over next there? Time I will do it. Fish Town? Next time I'm on my iPad. I told, I told okay? people, people on, on my other show that I do with Barrett Brooks are begging for Colonel's return. And I said, it's not until he upgrades the Wi-Fi signal. We can't yeah, we'd we can't love have to get this. him on. I'd have, I'd have him on every week. Dude, uh, I can't make this any clearer. I never have this problem. When Cooney, when we do his Zoom calls with Cooney, or whatever I do with Cooney, um, so I will try it on my, or when I've done it on with other people, on podcasts all across. All right, go get, go get your iPad, okay? Go get your iPad <laughs> no, and re-log I'm do in. That now. It's too late. I'll do it next time. <laughs> it's too late. It's, this, this, this is whole, gold. This, is this gold. whole hit's almost too late at this point. <laughs> Can you not hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, but you're like jumbled up and you're freezing. And it sounds it like, like the old rocking. Sounds like the old AOL dial-up, you know, yeah. like when you used to like log on and it would be kind of hit and miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. makes all those noises. Do oh you want to God. reschedule? <laughs> I think we may have to. I think we have to get you in person. I think that's the key. Yes. Yeah. Where do you guys do it at? We got to abort this mission at some point. We do it at Harry's house. <laughs> yes. I, you know, I can I can do in person. I you know, I'm yeah. easy. We maybe we'll do like a, a at the new podcast studio at Parks. We'll bring yeah, you down there. Oh, we'll bring your chair down. Parks is perfect. Yeah, that's that's not far from his uh, his hood. But seriously, the next time I never have a problem. But the next time I'll do it on my iPad and it'll be better. I Sounds promise. better right now, actually. Yeah, it's getting okay. better all of a sudden. Clearing up. Hey, it's Northeast Philly, man. You never know. <laughs> you always know. <laughs> so what do you what are you doing these days? What have you been up to? I'm like, like I said, I'm like the sticks on the immortal words of sticks. I got nothing to do all day to do it. Um, yeah, I wish <laughs> I was too much more, time but, on my hands. <laughs> yeah, I, but you know, at this point, you know, I've tried the. the Guys, we were working with the betters inside or trying to get something, but nothing happened. And, you know, I can't make it happen. So, uh, you know, in the Christmas time, so I'm out delivering a lot of Christmas presents and stuff. And so that'll keep oh, you're busy, Santa now. Now, do you put a Santa yeah, outfit on? Well, we're doing do you... that thing with the uh, Toys for Tots tomorrow night in South Philly with Eddie Barkle. Oh, Eddie so if B. Anybody wants to stop by, it's at Moonlight uh, Pub uh, on Moya Messing Street. Uh, and it's a great night. You know, give a lot of toys and money to the, you know, so kids have a better Christmas in South Philly. It's Eddie's thing. I'm just on, though. But uh, come and make fun of me trying to make drinks and open beer bottles. It's, you know, it's a good time. And uh, you're there to lend your celebrity to the occasion. 
Yeah, and and you never know. We get. I mean, you know, Dump's been there. Jay Wright's been there. Uh, mm-hmm. You never know who will show up on Martelli. any given time. But everybody's in a good mood. You know, last year we did it with the pandemic. It slowed it a little, but Eddie actually made more last year than than any year because people were extremely generous. Right. Um. People were just stopped. One one lady stopped by. She had in a car. She had like four boxes of toys. I, wow. I mean, it was it was incredible. It, we just and you know people drop by and just you know stick money in the um in the pot and all that. And he's got like eight things around South Philly. People can also drop stuff off, but. It's really, really successful, and um, you know, let's, let's face it, Christmas is about kids. It's not about my age, right? Um, now, where so is this again in Moya Mens? Where is it's, this? It's on. It's called um, Moonshine Pub. It's like um, it's on Moya Messi, East Moya Messi. I'm going to say like around between third and fourth or somewhere. It's not that hard to find. You can Google it, obviously, and um, there's usually a fair amount of parking around there, and uh, we will be indoors. Uh, last year we were outside, but um, it's just a really good night, and, yeah. and everybody has a good time. And I drive Eddie home around two in the morning because he's unable to walk him at that point, and you know, and we all feel better about it, which is, I guess, what this season is supposed to be about. You know, I mean, yeah, you, know, you see that stuff the other day that happened in in Kentucky, in Tennessee, yeah. and all that. Really, like I'm having a bad day? No, I, no. Trust me, I, I'm not having a bad day. Not when you see stuff like that, and people they come home and there's nothing there. Some people never made it home, and you hear all these stories like the people working for eight dollars at certain places they wouldn't Dollars. let them go home. I, I mean, come on, it's it's you know, and things happen. I get it, but at this time of year, things like that happen, and you just think about what the hell those poor people. Yeah. are going to be doing um you're like you know, little and, little saint colonel no it's it's i think the older you get i think you get a little more um you know nostalgic I've a lot of people you know some with covid some just because they were older I, I this one woman i hadn't thought about she, she used to work at the shop break golf tournament down in atlantic city we hadn't seen her in about 15 years or whatever and i, I was thinking about her for what reasons i don't know googled her she died last month and she mm. was like 67 and didn't give reasons. She's young. But and I read everything about her and, and when you get to my age, that kind of stuff starts happening more. I remember John Cheney told me a couple of times, the worst thing about getting old is that you lose all your friends and you have mm-hmm. to make new friends. Now I'm not at that point yet. Trust me. But how old are you, Colonel? Um, I'll be 64 in April. Okay. But you, it is true though. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you do, you find, you know, people that are dying that are my age yeah. or God forbid younger than me or not a whole lot older than me. And you start sitting there going, you know, I mean, I'm in the on deck ho- circle. Yeah. I hope I have another, I don't know, 15, 20 years left. I, I don't know. You hear these yeah. people just lost a guy the other day, a golf writer guy, really just one of the real good ones. He was 98 years old. Now, I don't know if I want to live to be 98, um, but God bless him. He he was, you know, um, but I, as long as I'm not like shitting my pants and all that stuff, I'll hang on for a period. As soon as that starts happening, I want some dignity. Yeah. I've Jason, I've always been one of these people and grant, nobody wants to die. Right. I mean, that's not what you, and I'm, you know, I'm diabetic. 
So who the hell knows what could happen to me at any but, – but, okay. If I ever got to the point where they said, Mike, you got six months, and the last three months ain't really going to be good. You, you know, we can't stop it. You're going to be in pain. We can probably do things for you to help you, whatever. I don't want, I said this to my wife. I said, you know, at some point, I don't want to put you through that. I don't want to put my kids through yeah. that. Uh, um, at some point, can't we just do what I do with my pup? Like, yep. let Euthanize me say goodbye him. to everybody. Do it it's more right humane, way. Colonel. And just wow. let me fall asleep and not wake. I mean, isn't that more humane? You are a big Kevorkian fan, huh? No, I just think, I think. This this notion that we we should suffer till the very end because we can, I, I don't know if I get that. I, mm. I, now I'm not saying well, people say that you're messing with God's out, plan. Then, but, but how many that's, people that's do they thing. say you're going to die? Like it's just a matter of when you're going to die, and you're not really. It's not going to be pretty. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's trying that, to gain a little bit of control in a situation you can't control. You. They're the, they're the people that really get hurt. And everybody's going to go through it unless you get hit by a bus or something. But I mean, we're going to go through this. Um, yeah, and you start thinking about things like, in, you know, am I going to go before my wife? Am I going to take care of her? Is she going to take care of me or my kid? Do I want to be a burden on my kids? Or It's just, and I don't think about that all the time. I mean, I'm not sitting there saying that. Yeah, this is an uplifting my, my appearance on the program it's a very, It's a very sobering appearance from the colonel. Jeez, I know. Yeah, get a drink. Yeah. Hey, look, I have a lot of time on my hands. You, you know, I walk every day for like an hour and 15 minutes where I have time just to kind of think or talk to myself. I'm going to get you a job. I'm going to get you a job as a starter at a golf course. Yeah. But that's why I think, yeah, well, I can't golf at this time of the year. So, you know, or I can't be on a beach. But I think at this time of the year when we can do some good mm -hmm. and bring some, you know, that one song that Frank Sinatra, the Christmas Waltz, where there's a line. <laughs> you got to sing it. That time of year where the war world falls in love. And it's kind of true. And we know it's not going to last. And everybody's not going to have a good Christmas. There are people that just won't because of circumstances, whatever. But, boy, if we can bring a little bit of happiness to some people, your friends, your family, or people you don't even know, isn't that a good thing? Like, doesn't that make you feel better? Oh, I don't absolutely. know. I think we need more of that. I agree. You're right. And your you're message right. is, yeah. Can, can you sing, Colonel? Have you, have you ever, can you sing? No, Frank I can't. No. Hmm. I've always. You can't carry a note? Jason, it's funny. Like, one of the things, like you said, you could do one thing in your life that you, you, you can't do. One of them would be to sing, like, the national. I can't sing. And you see these people who can belt out the national anthem or something, and you're just like, my God, how do you do that? Um, no, I can't sing. Can Cannot. It ain't happening. It would, you know, dogs would be running. Um, no, nah, it, it wouldn't be good. But um, I can mouth the words. I can I can do Melly Vanelli or something. <laughs> Melly Vanelli? I don't know. Whatever that group well, was. Melly Vanelli. Whatever. Who cares? Sticking, <laughs> sticking with the Sinatra theme, some have said that I'm in the September of my year, but I uh, I refuse to believe that. You're not. How old are you? I'm 56. You're pop, man. I know. I got you're, a long way to go. You know what's funny? When you sit here, like, I'll sit here and think, like, okay, what was I doing 10 years ago? Like, I'll just say, hey, where, where was my life at? Oh, I was covering, like, Villanova winning a football championship or something. And then you think about it, and you're going, that was 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. Or, like, you know, uh, like 20 years ago, Temple made the final eight, the, 2000, the, right. ninth, the 2001 team. 
Right. That was John, against Michigan like, State. Was that 20 years ago? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> was yeah. I 43? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, but um, I think the older you get, you just kind of sit there and you don't think about it. It's not something that's on the front of your mind. But you just kind of say, okay, hey, this was a good day. You know, oh, I was yeah. sitting on the beach drinking beer with Eddie Barkowitz, or I was t- raising money for toys, or I was with my grandson. You know, we went to the right. zoo, or, or or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, or I'm on a golf course. Hey, and I made a birdie, or you know, or I hit a ball in the water, whatever. Um, <laughs> water. So, yeah, that's. I mean, you know, and that's that's kind of. And now I have a lot of days where. You know, we got to get you out of the house yeah. a little bit. You're getting yeah. a little yeah, we gotta, crazy. We got to get him out. But keeping with the golf thing, do you think Tagger had these kinds of thoughts too when he almost had his leg amputated? Uh, I think he almost of months died. Ago. Forget yeah, the leg I know. Amputated. Yeah. Yeah. And now um, he's playing golf with his son this weekend. I, and I think, look, I think golf is better when Tagger is there. He's not going to be that guy now, could no. he? pull a Ben Hogan or something, and maybe one year he's picking and choosing and competing the PGA or something. I, look, I don't know. I'm not that smart. But I think Tiger was even thinking things before the accident. You know, I mean, he's at an age where – and then Phil did what Phil did at the PGA, which was great because yeah. we want to see those guys. That's what we want to do. Uh, yeah, I think when, his, when he was sitting there wondering if he was going to lose his leg, I'm sure he had some – goofy thoughts going through his mind but knowing tiger it was probably like i'm coming back i'm gonna fool all these people you know i'm gonna it's like before the 2008 us open when the doctor said you can't play and he said not only am i gonna play i'm gonna win Hmm. and he did now he can't do that anymore because he's older and you know and he's been operated on a million times and whatever but you know what if he can be out there with his son playing golf having a good time and if every once in a while he can play in the Masters or play in a U.S. He Open or wherever he's going. You know, next year, the British Open is where he's won twice. Yeah, um, the only thing is I don't want him to go out there and embarrass Stan himself. What, you know? What's that? You don't want him to go, him go out, out there and embarrass himself and, no, and I just agree. be such a shell think, of himself. And he, he won't show up he if would, he did. He would, he would not do that. No, but we say. saw yeah. that. Like, Palmer and Nicholas both basically said, Nicholas more so, I'm not going to be a ceremonial golfer. I think that's the words he used. Yeah. But yet at the end, he was. And he was smart enough to recognize that the people wanted to see him up to a certain point. And he bowed out gracefully, kind of. But he probably played longer than he should have because the people wanted to see him. Yeah. I don't think you're going to see Tiger go out if he keeps shooting like 76-76. But I think there's a certain part of him that when you're a five-time Masters champ or a four-time PGA champ or – yeah, you know, if, if you can go play in those. Now, my problem is I don't know if you can just play in those. Right. But, yeah. You, know, you got to get your game did. in order. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ben Hogan in 1953 played in six tournaments. He won five. Three were majors, and he yeah. didn't play. But, in not, the fourth but none of those guys almost had their leg amputated. Well, Hogan did. Hogan almost lost yeah. his, his foot. Yeah, hit by a bus. Yeah, when he played after that injury, what he had to go through to play was like remarkable what they had to yeah. do to his leg and to get him ready. That's why he could only play so often. Now in this day and age, can tag do that? I don't be. know. I, yeah. I, I don't know, but look, Phil wasn't competitive for a while and mm-hmm. went out and won a PGA from wire to wire. So 
Can Taggart go to Augusta National and maybe play well? I, I wouldn't put it past him. You know, if he never want to count him days, out. Like, can he go to St. Andrews and maybe yeah. play well? I don't yeah. know if he can go to a U.S. I Open. hope he can. I, you know, I agree with you. I agree with different. you, Colonel. It's What's better that? when he's there. It, yeah. It's good when he's there, but oh, I, I'm prepared for the fact that he may never be there again. So I'm good oh, with I, you, though. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I would like if you said to me today, I can bet Tiger will win a major, and I don't know what odds I would get. Tiger won't win a major. Mm-hmm. I would bet Tiger won't win a major. He might not win a golf tournament, right? Because I don't know how many golf tournaments, like regular golf tournaments, he will play in. But knowing Tiger, I, you know, it's not impossible. Like I, I wouldn't sit there and say, "Well, there's no way in God's green earth." That's just how I feel about it uh, because that's why he's who he is. Yeah. But again, he, he, I think he's smart enough to kind of realize that, yeah, my, it, it may never, it's not, it's not going to be the same, but even if he hadn't had the injury, it might not have been the same, just on a different level. I'd like to make a bet on his son winning a major before he's like 25. <laughs> Don't go there. I, I, before I, him. Harry, I know what you're saying, <laughs> but it's the long way from going out with your dad. I know. Yeah, you know, I, I, He had a niece or something, right? Cheyenne, I think. Yeah, was, Cheyenne that, Woods. Yeah. Those those stories don't happen. They, they, they don't, you know, everybody sees somebody winning like at a junior level. Oh, my God. Okay, that's fine. And there's hundreds of people winning at the junior level. And and mm-hmm. some of them that go, go on to be Colin Morikawa. And some of them don't, and more of them don't than do. But, hey, if his kid can become a pro golfer at some point and maybe have some success, great for him. I think the fact that him and his father are going out and going to have fun on that course, good for them. Because yeah. they had fun last year. I think Sam eagled a hole, if I'm not mistaken, on his own ball. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's, what, 14 years old? Come on. Yeah, t- Tiger was getting an eagle around at 14. <laughs> oh, uh, let, let me ask you a question about that chair six. you're in. Yeah, the chair. Yeah, let me ask you that, about that chair. First of all, is that a lazy boy? I believe it is, actually. Uh, we got it about three or four years ago. I, I, Have I'm you gotten out of it since you got it? Because it makes that noise when you put it up. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, Every- it's, 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 it's very comfortable. It, it, this It's funny. This was supposed to be, we got two of them. Right. This was supposed to be my wife's chair and the other chair was supposed to be her chair. The other chair became the dog's chair and this chair became my chair. <laughs> you know, so it's I funny. won. My dog won and I won. I, my wife's on the couch. <laughs> that, that's so old school. Like you used to get like a chair for her and a chair for him. Then it became a love seat. Well, yeah. we used to have not. It was like a Queen Anne chair, I guess you would call it. But then when we went looking, they had these two recliner rocker. So we, we just decided we need. So we got and it's funny because we messed my dog up because my Italian Greyhound Chanel used to sit up on the top of the old one. I have pictures of her. It was hilarious. She would jump up there and lay there because this one's a rocker. She can't do that. Uh, so we messed her life up. I had to apologize to her many times. Yeah. But Sorry, somehow she's managed to survive. But we're rockers too on this podcast in the flipping world, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, you know, man. 13 this, this week. And we just started her on some, um, 
low-dose chemo because she has some issues like with skin. You're full of good uh, news today. Off, but Here we Jesus. go again. If now we go jump her, out of basement like window a after this episode. <laughs> just yeah, went around full her, circle. She looks like a puppy. She really does. She, she runs around. But my God, this dog stuff costs a lot. Oh, God. Woo. Oh, my God. All right, we, gonna, we better we better adjourn this before we have to put the dog down live. <laughs> oh no, the dog during no, the, the show. The right. dog, trust me, the, nothing more. Our, our other dog that we had that we had to put down before we got her. We we were dogless for like a day. Uh, we you should write that as a book. Dogless yeah, for a day. Dogless for a we, day. That's on a good. Saturday, we put Rebel down <laughs> on the Tuesday or Monday before Thanksgiving <clears throat> because we, he he had a seizure thing. Day. We, anyway, long story short, he was an Italian Greyhound. First dog we ever had. We had him about eight years, nine years. She was there. She had three legs. Mm-hmm. The one leg was hurt. She couldn't run on <laughs> She's running on three legs. This little albino dog. An albino three-legged she got a greyhound. three-legged albino no, 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 Italian no. Greyhound? They, they gave her an operation to fix it, and they fixed it. My daughter saw her and my wife, and it was done. She was coming home. So we've had her. So we, we've basically been without a dog for a day for like the last 17, 18 years because we got the first dog, Rebel, when my father passed away in 2004. My son, they, they finally, he worked at, at, a, at a Greyhound adoption program place. <laughs> I didn't even know what an Italian Greyhound was. They're like 15 pounds. They're miniature Greyhounds, basically. And we he fell in love with one, so we got it. And we've had one ever no she she it's will not it's suffer. similar similar to a whippet is a greyhound yeah, it, yeah. a whippet's whip a little bigger i whip think it good um but we me and my wife this dog will not suffer when it gets to the point if it ever gets to the point we are not going to keep her around for a couple of months just for like our benefit now we're back to the kavorki thing again <laughs> no, hey look she's not Jesus. she's been a great dog she's she's and I, we hope we have her for a couple more years at least I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but, um, you know, the doctor says it's, it's all good for now. So that's all, all right. uh, you know. All right. Well, uh, we're going to let you go. All but right. The next time. I want you I'm to get out of that chair a little bit today. Get a little air. Yeah. Get outside a little bit. Yeah. And don't yeah. wait so long. Don't yeah. wait so long. I'm, I'm always around. All right. Well, we'll we got to do you. this. We got to do this live in person next time. I'll do that. Yeah. Just let, tell me where yeah. and when. All right. All right, brother. Appreciate it, Colonel. Love you, Colonel. Hey, Merry if I Christmas. I see you guys before then. Have a ho, ho, ho. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I've been <laughs> looking for him for weeks. Oh, <laughs> wow, that was amazing. Oh, my goodness. Very sobering. Very, he's got he's the vertical of, blinds going in the back. Borderline depressing, Jason, at some point there. <laughs> we got to get him a job as a starter at a golf course. I know, I know. He's got to like, get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see him, he's in that chair. I know. And oh how about Ke- Kevin Cooney has better internet than us? <laughs> yes. Oh my oh, goodness. Man. So you were on their, their podcast. That's a, the on the beat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Talking a little pucks. Love that. Flyers were in the midst of that uh 10 game what, winless 10 game losing time. streak. Yeah. yeah. It was uplifting, let me tell you. Well, well, yeah, then they went then they went and won two straight. What'd they beat? Uh, Las Vegas and Phoenix. Yeah, Vegas Friday and and Arizona now, Saturday. Arizona stinks, but they beat yeah. Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. They're yeah, 3-1 yeah. in Vegas. Yeah, they've wow. done well there. But, mm. uh, and they play the Devils tonight, so. Oh, boy. Boy, that was uplifting, man. I'm man, ready to, I'll like, tell you. go drink a cyanide coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. 
<laughs> Man, everything was I feel about like that. Casey Kasem coming out of like a like a a dead dog. Uh, what what was that thing that he did? Request the dead dog request. <laughs> He's like, damn it, Jesus! How am I supposed to sell the song? Right. <laughs> he just texted me and said, "Didn't mean to be sobering." <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Well, you were. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, oh. All right. I'm going to see if we can watch this this thing now. All right. All right. What well, the I, F1 I got thing? Well, well, right. well, Colonel was talking about often, often everybody. I was busy requeuing this. So, okay. If it doesn't work this time, I'm just going to give up and we'll get to our riffs and, and Pat okay. McAfee. All but, right. Um, so here it is. Here, here's that final lap hair. Ah, jeez, do it. it's doing now it again. It's buffering again. Yeah, it played perfect when the yeah. colonel was on. Right. But now it doesn't want to play. Now it this is outrageous. This it internet, is. I'll tell you. Well, you, you depend it, on it. I'm just wondering if it has something to do with the program that we're using. That were you watching it on a different computer? I just have it on a different monitor. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, you're it's not... the same computer, though, so I'm just going to... Oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah. well, screw it. We're dead. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just nothing ever works. It's just it's no. so ridiculous. Like, now I'm clicking it and nothing happens. Yeah. Ah, jeez. <laughs> well, trust like... me, Harry. Verstappen overtook him in one. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. It's unbelievable. Um, you, Let's talk about this Pat McAfee thing, because he signed this deal, Harry. Yeah. Um, Four years, $120 million. Yeah, so 30 per... Right. And, he, of course, he was a, a punter for the Indianapolis Colts. Right. Made a pro bowl in his last year and retired at, what, 29? I'm not sure when he got out, but I know he went to the, uh, West Virginia, uh, played college football there, and then went on to the yeah. Colts and, you know, had some really good success. You know, I mean, if you're a good if you're a good special teamer, punter, kicker, I mean, you can last a long time. But and that being said, I guess he did get out pretty early. And now he's made more money already you know, doing uh you know, radio and YouTube stuff than he ever made in the NFL. He made 15 million collectively over his career in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Now he's getting 30 mil per. Right. Let, let me ask but you now, this. That gets spread around, though, because there's a lot of people on this show. Like A.J. Hawk is on it, former NFLer, yeah. played with the Green Bay Packers State, and a couple other Ohio teams. State, yeah, Ohio State. We're not bad. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other guys that are all part of this ensemble. So it's, yeah. it doesn't all go to Pat. Let's just be, yeah. be clear. But um. But let me ask you, you know, like, where's this whole media content thing going? Because, like, you and I are both, we started out in broadcast radio. Yeah. Hold on a second. Evan, I'm doing a podcast. I'll have to deal with you later. Take the bus. All right. He's asking me to come pick him up at school. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, he said the bus line's too long. Get over oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Get over it. Um, but, like, we started out in radio, Harry. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's funny because neither of us are doing radio anymore. I did my last show this weekend. Okay, on the fanatic, I still um, do a show, a pregame football show on radio. But uh, yeah, but I, like I, I get what you're saying. But like, where's this like whole media content thing going? Like, we're doing a podcast and a live stream, and I gotta say, it's like the only things that I listen to now for the most part are mm. podcasts and and non broadcast FCC regulated content, right? Which is, you know, a large part of why he's so successful, because this guy, if you ever listen to the show, yeah. and I do you know, periodically during the week, it's one of the only sports uh, radio type of uh, programs that I even listen to. And it airs on, on a Sirius XM channel. That, that's how I get it. But 
I'm driving in my car. I'm just listening to it. And you're kind of drawn in because it's not regular radio. It's 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 like when our old boss used to get annoyed with with you and I or us on you and with various other shows with Tony, whatever, for getting off the rails. Yeah. There are no rails with this show. It's no. constantly off the rails. And that, to me, is what makes it great. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, this notion of it's the reason one of the reasons why I don't want to do the show anymore is because I don't like the way the format's gone of this lather, rinse, repeat yeah. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles bullshit. Right. And it's it's just so freaking I had to do a four hour show this weekend for the last one. Okay. Not because it was the last one. I just was scheduled to do an extra hour. I usually do three. And I was like, you know, after three hours, I got nothing left to say. I don't want to repeat myself anymore. Right. Because that's what it becomes. And it's every day. I know. The same bullshit day in and day out. I just I, I just can't buy into it anymore. It is very repetitive and it, be, it can beat you down. There's, there's no question about it. But, uh, you know, he's found a way to, you know, he, he worked with ESPN. He's worked with all these networks. And, you know, I guess he just figured, like, I don't want to have, you know, bosses micromanaging me, you know, that that are up on the 15th floor, you know, wearing suits and ties yeah. telling me how I should do my job. I'm going to bet on myself. And, on. you know, he also incorporates the WWE. He's big in that, you know, wrestling and mm-hmm. UFC and things like that. He does all these things that are geared towards a younger audience. And I think it's really opened up like his, the breadth of his audience for his show. It's just made it so much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's embraced that stuff and that, and you're right, that demographic and that type of consumer Mm-hmm. Um, is more willing, at least now, to come after on-demand content. Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy. Like, I, it's like I, I tell you, like podcasts I listen to. Like, I keep hearing all this rage about the true crime podcast. Yeah. So I like Googled like a, you know number one true crime podcast, and it's called Crime Junkie. So okay. I'm like, let me check this out. It's these two girls from Indianapolis, oddly enough, uh, that two women that were involved in like their. I don't know what to call it, crime stoppers out there. And they do this podcast and it's, it's, it's freaking massive. Like the amount of uh-huh. listeners that they have. Right. And, and, and like they dedicate like a whole episode and they tell the story. And sometimes they play sound from the 911 calls and stuff like that. Mm. Some cases solved, some not, you know, and, and I listen to like 10 of them in like three weeks. I like, I'm totally into it. I'm like, this is freaking outrageous. I love it. Well, do, do they ever solve anything? Does that anything yeah. ever come to fruition? Yep. They, they oh, just yeah. uh, put one out like two weeks ago. That was a solved case from tips that generated because of the awareness they created on the show. Hmm. So it's very cool. So is this and, similar to that? What was that guy's last name was Walsh? Yeah. John, John Walsh. John Walsh. That show Brandon, that the kid who was killed. Right. Started that show. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't that back in like the 90s. I think that started, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. they'd actually solve like that. Yeah, they'd solve thirty-five yeah, guys. Yeah, he, I wow. think thirty-five FBI's most wanted list guys have been like captured because of his show. John Walsh, wow. John not Walsh. Joe Walsh. We'll no, not Joe Walsh. He might make an appearance <laughs> later on the show. Actually, yeah, but like, so I, I'm like listening to that. I listen to F1 podcasts. I listen mm-hmm. to. Well, you do an F1 podcast. I do. Yeah, right. But I listen to real ones with like British people. Okay, the Checkered Flag podcast is the one. Yeah. spelled C H E Q U E R E D. Nice. Yeah. Spelled like the Brits too, hack. <laughs> now, there is there a a race on this circuit that comes to the United States? Yeah, there are going to be two this year coming up. Oh, as a two. Matter of fact. The, oh, they're always in Austin. They do a, okay. a race at it's called CODA, the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Okay. That's the week before Halloween, like October 23rd ish. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, this year in May, I believe it is, Miami. we're going to have the first ever Miami Grand Prix. Mm, I knew it. That, that's a perfect city. Street race? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's sort of like the Monaco of the United States, if you ask me. Yeah, it'll be you a know, little bit more like modernized flavor. in Monaco. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, very much like with the boats and everything. Right, right. Marinas. And the parties. Um, and There's one in well. Montreal, too. Okay. It hasn't been there the last two years. I was going to go to that this year, but yeah. they didn't have it. Of course. Um, so I think me and my son and my brother-in-law are going to go to uh, Circuit of the Americas next year down in Austin. Nice. It's also when that big festival, Austin City Lights, is oh, going this, on there. The South by Southwest, that thing? It, yeah, it's either South by Southwest or Austin City Lights, one of those. Well, Austin City Limits was a TV show that, that was a music-related show yeah. that originated from there back in, I want to say, the 70s and 80s. And I think they still do it. But South by Southwest has been a festival, music and arts festival huge. that's huge yeah. mm-hmm. for the last, what, 20 or 25 years or so. Yeah. So we're, yeah. I think we're going to go down to that one this year and and see the whole thing and see what it's all about in person. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm like totally hooked on it. Yeah, I know you are. I, I, it's very hookable. I think I, I feel myself getting good. I told you I was watching practice laps yeah. on Friday morning. It was on ESPN2, and I'm flipping through the guide at, at like 8.30 in the morning. I'm seeing this F1, and it said it was live. So I'm like, put it right on, and there they are doing practice laps at Abu Dhabi. <laughs> FP2, Harry. FP2, yeah. Free practice, too. Oh, man. <laughs> I love it. But how about yeah, the colonel? I can see it getting the, you the colonel rolled out of moya mincing moya mincing and eddie barkowitz oh eddie p's the greatest i love when uh, when uh when what's it called on daily news live oh Arkham would introduce oh, yeah. the panel oh. <laughs> we got mike Kerr. <laughs> eddie p is here he's Barkowitz. like regis oh it was awesome <laughs> it's exactly what it was it was he's great. like gentlemen yeah <laughs> Oh my God! It was like he was introducing like flamethrowers and uh, hot rock walkers right. at the carnival. <laughs> Daily News Live. Oh. Uh, oh, it's so classic. All right, let's get to the top riffs. Okay. All right. Um, I hope the internet works for me here. Uh, we'll yeah. get to one of yours first, Tar. So All we right. each decided, and we're going to debate these. I, I don't know that I can disagree with any of yours, and I I would have had one of yours in my list. But didn't include it. Let but, me guess. Um, the uh, Zeppelin. Yeah, I'll go right yeah, there. Right away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, that that's the one. That. I mean, that's yeah. impossible not to have. Yeah. I mean, like when I think of Led Zeppelin, the first two sounds that really come to mind are this riff, and then I would go on the same album. In fact, it might be the next song, Heartbreaker. Is that the next song right after it? I, it might be. I'm not sure if this what is, is from and Led what Zeppelin never two. be is in there, but it, you know, the, like those two licks or riffs, whatever you want to call them, uh, to me are Led Zeppelin. All right, let me see here. I have my Led Zeppelin catalog right in front of me, so that's oh, yeah. Led Zeppelin Tew. Tew. Um, so it goes whole lot of love. The mm-hmm. thing that should never be. Uh, oh, okay. What is then the lemon song? Oh, that's another good lick. Yeah, another good riff. And then thank you. Okay. That's then the end heartbreaker. Of yeah. So it's the second me. side. Second yeah. side for a song on the ro- yeah. on the record. Okay. Yeah. And th- I mean, think about this album. Whole lot of love. Uh, thing that should never be. Lemon song. Thank you. Heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. Live in love and made. Ramble on. Moby yep. Dick and bring it on home. Wow. Every song is a massive, like to me, a hit. 
Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's an insane album. Yeah. All right, so here's uh we and we agree on this one. So this is hard not to just freak out over, right? I love how the bass comes in, huh? You need cool. Oh, so freaking good. Did you did you ever see it might get loud, huh? Uh yes, that was with the edge and uh uh, Jimmy Page and Jack White, I want to yes. say, right? Yep. Was there it's anybody a, else in there? Did I miss somebody? No, it's those three. It's a documentary, it's awesome. and the subject of the documentary is the guitar. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, told it's really through these three guys' eyes. And there's a scene when they're on the soundstage at the end. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Page is getting ready to... Who looks like, regal, oh, by the way, doesn't he? With, with the, the gray white hair, hair the grayish oh. white hair. He looks like like a prince. Oh, it's unreal. <laughs> yes. And he he starts, they're just kind of like fiddling with songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he starts playing Whole Lot of Love. Right. Like here, I'll show it right now uh, on the screen here. Let me go like this. It if should just come right. Oh, geez, I get a stupid oh, free here we got the ad. That'll be over in two seconds. So, oh my! All right, here we go. Guys, wearing a flyer jersey. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, here, I have any idea? I love his voice. I know. Look at what! Look at their faces. Oh my God! Edge stands up. It hits you like a ton of bricks, doesn't it? Yeah. Celeste Paul. Picking so weird. I had this thing. <laughs> it's just sick, right? Yeah. So I had this thing. <laughs> <laughs> From listening to Link Ray's Rumble. Oh, awesome. <laughs> it's yeah, I highly so recommend people watch that if they like music at all. That's a great, great documentary. Yeah. All right, and it's so just a one-off. Yeah. It's not like exactly. a series. It's one show, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So that's, that's one of the, we agree on that one. Although, like I said, I didn't have that one in my right, right. top three. Um, let me put up a, a different one here. Good and, one of yours. All right. So I'll go to my first one here. At, I mean, you know where I'm going. Like I always yeah. go to the same spots, but right. I'm so going. Well, same with me. Yeah. And yeah. this one is um, <laughs> yes. from Master Puppets, the title track. Here. I mean, do you get any better than this hat? when i heard this like i freaking like almost threw my head through a wall Mm -hmm. it's just so insane and so heavy it's violent yeah what it is it's violent this is 1985 when this comes out right Right, so that's way ahead of the the time oh yeah it was just so good that's I mean, a you, top riff. You think about what this is juxtaposed against at that time, 85, 86, which is the hairband glam metal stuff. You know, like yep. you listen to this and then you, you you listen to Poison and you're like, what? Yeah. You know what and I mean? They're talking about unskinny bop. Right, right. You know, and <laughs> that whole garbage crap. And these guys come up in jeans and torn T-shirts and just bludgeon you for two hours and then walk right. off giving you the finger right like that this other secondary riff is yeah that's number two that's my oh that's my number one right and it's funny that like, like a song like that goes well with hockey too which is you know yeah. obviously another one of your themes yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. It's that's that's called hockey music. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole metal and yeah, I mean, I remember in the eighties playing, like all the guys I played with, all we all had mullets and mm-hmm. And we're listening to that stuff in the locker room. I, like I coach now and the kids in the locker room are listening to hip hop. And I'm like, how can you guys even go out on the ice listening to that? Like, yeah, well, like how does that get you hyped up? But I guess it does. Yeah. Generations. So they have the lettuce uh, protruding from their bucket. No, they all got the big, uh, big hair on the top now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the no same. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Come on. It's ridiculous. Not the same. All right. Here's another one of yours, Harry. This, yeah. I, I agree with this one. It didn't make my list. Though. Derek and the Dominoes. We're yeah. clapping off. Is that the part you? Is that the part of the yeah. riff you love? Yeah, that's it. That's that's the whole thing. Right there. There's a lot going on there. There is. Low hand. You big Clapton guy here? Oh, huge! And you got Dwayne Allman too in this on this track on the slide. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about Jim that. Gordon on the drums. It's, who ended up it turning uh, psycho? It's quite the long track. It is. It is. It's, but got it's like two parts, and it finishes with the piano uh, riff, which yeah. is great. But do you know that this uh, this guitar was purchased uh, by Clapton? It's a used 1956 Stratocaster. He bought it in one? London's London Sound City Music Shop for 150 pounds back on May the 7th, 1967. On June 24th of 1999, it was sold for $500,000 at the Eric Clapton Guitars in Aid of Crossroads Center Auction held by Christie's in Manhattan. Holy cow. So you bought yes. it out of a little crap shop. Yep. And it, I mean, that's the one he had like painted, right? Uh, no, this is what he called Brownie. He, okay, Brownie, okay. Brownie and Blackie were his two probably most famous Stratocasters. And this was sort of the tobacco sunburst oh, yeah, edition. Yeah. And he called it Brownie. But he bought that used in a guitar shop for next to nothing. And, uh, you know, it ended up selling. Here's a great picture of it right here. Oh, yeah. That in front of the camera. But that, I'm not that's a Brownie. Strat guy, but that's You're a beautiful not? guitar. Yeah. Yeah, the tobacco then, burst. Yeah, the tobacco sunburst. So Yeah. I got What's that in books this book. This a new book my sister bought for me. Wow. Yeah. You watched the Clapton documentary, no? I've seen every one of them. Yeah. yeah. The one that's on um, on demand right now is really good. Yeah, it's great. It's great. All right. Yeah. Let's uh so that's let's two. two. Uh, let me give you this one, Har. I don't know. I don't know if this one's gonna like really wash with you because I don't know that you really like the band. Mm. But it's it, and this was a tough one for me to put on, but I put it on anyway, because I love the riff. And I love to play this riff too. Little tool forty six and two half. Mm. Just a good riff though. So just a just a good riff. They're very bass heavy. That oh band. yeah, didn't that guy uh, play like a five or six string bass most of the time? Um, I think he plays a five. Five? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they've got some real heavy stuff. I'm not a big toolsman, mm-hmm. uh, but they do have some really good riffs. That's a song I never heard. They've got some pop, more popular ones with good riffs yeah. in them, too. Yeah. So this, you'll hear it here. Just, I, I just love the tone of Adam uh-huh. Jones, who's the guitar player. 
It's just a great band. So I put 46 nice. and tell. 46 and tell. <laughs> yes. Um, and we'll get to your, uh, this is probably your number one, I would imagine. Well, it's my just, number one guy. Yeah. yeah no this has got to be your number one riff, no? Yeah, I would think so. Because I, and I can play it too. So like, it's oh, is that right? a, little, a little special to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how to play this. It's muddy. I'll have to figure this one out. So what yeah. do you play it on, Harry? It's not that, it's not very difficult. Just trust me. I'll have to figure this one out. But this is your guy. Yeah, this is my guy. <laughs> and for good reason. Still a little I'm not your man feel too, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It makes me laugh. I know. Well, everything he does makes me laugh. Yeah, it, part of the reason he's so I funny. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like he, I can't imagine. You hung out with him before, didn't you? Yeah, I just met him. I, it was it was at a meet and greet thing at uh, one of his shows, and actually, uh, Debella was there. Oh, is that right? Oh yeah, yeah. John was there too. Yeah. You and JB. I was the first in line. First in line to shake his hand. He comes out and takes a picture with you. And he's you like, how are you doing? You know, yeah. that whole thing. And you couldn't, they asked you not to shake his right hand. Oh, you or, didn't want to mess with yeah, the right yeah, I didn't want to mess with it. So I had to like sort of shake his forearm. But wow. his mitts are like John Madden's mitts. I've shook, I've shook his hands too. I mean, they're like huge paws, huh? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this dude's just a total rock star. Oh, it's the greatest. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, I hear him talk, and you sent me, like, a, an Instagram video uh-huh. of him the other day. Oh, yeah. And he's just, like, permanently fucked up. Yeah, but he's sober now. He's been That's sober the crazy for many years, but yeah. <laughs> Is that he's, yeah, he's, he's dead still sober. Joe Walsh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I put my last one on the list. I had to put a Sabbath song on. Of course. And I'm not going to put Iron Man on because I don't like Iron Man. I mean, it is what it is. I was going to mm-hmm. put Paranoid. I'm like, that's yeah, a little too chalk. Yeah. But the most evil riff I've ever heard is this one. And this is the top three for me. I I love playing it, but I have to put my guitar like a step and a half down to play it because mm-hmm. it's tuned down so low from this Master Reality album that they did. But this is, I mean, as evil sounding as it gets. And like I saw Sabbath one time. And it was outdoor, and it was like just getting dark, and this song's coming on. Oh wow! And it's like eerie, and just so evil sounding. Like you, like this sounds like the soundtrack to hell. Yeah. Like you're going to meet Satan, you hear this. Yeah. Into the void. But like the whole sound of it is. It, it, this is like two riffs as well. Mm-hmm. So you got this initial one, and then you got where it kicks in and kicks up a whole notch, and that comes right. So good. And this is Tony Iomi. Iomi, yeah. Iomi, Iomi, yeah. Then it so good. recoils there. And then it comes into this second part right here. Oh, yeah. A little bend, too, Hack. Yeah. That geezer butler in there, too. On bass, yes, Hack. Geez. <laughs> but Lagazi sounds so good on this, too. And it comes in right here. And the next rip, so. It's just a. I mean, this is from like I think '75. Yeah. I want to say Master Reality. This is back when you know you could have a, like a minute and a half, two minute riff or yeah, lead in before the vocal comes in. And like yeah. Ozzy always sounds evil too. Yeah, 
but you know, at some point, the our producer would have been, I mean, let's just get to the vocal. Yeah, get to the hook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had um, an honorable mention. I got to put in here too. Another Zeppelin track. Mm-hmm. I, like I love this song. It's not a very popular Led Zeppelin song. I love the Rover. Yeah, as an unpopular Zeppelin song, and I love the riff. That's physical graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, this is tremendous. Yeah. In the light is the song. But you have that first part of the riff, which mm-hmm. is good. And then when it kicks into the second part, then. Hey, ooh, you ever believe that I could leave you? So and good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just. Yeah. Makes I'd consider it a, my arm stand up. I'd consider it as an Aerosmith song. Which one? Dream uh, on. Sweet Emotion. Mm, that's a good one. And uh, I was uh, considering multiple ACDC songs. I did too. I had yeah. two that I considered. Back in Black and mm-hmm. Highway to Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Those were two that I looked at as well. Yeah. And yeah. Hell's Bells is great, but it's not really a riff. It's more of like a, you know, the thing. But yeah. Um, I, I looked at a list and they had, um, what's the, why can't I think of the name of the song? ACDC, You Shook Me All Night Long. Was oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's off Back in Black. Yeah, and it's just it's too commercial for me. Mm-hmm. Dude, they had it on the list that I saw, I brought this up. They they had the Scorpions still loving you in the top 10 in this one list I saw. Isn't I'm that going, kind of a ballady kind of song? Yeah, I brought it up. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why the hell is this on the list? You know, like it's a cool yeah. song, yeah. whatever. But it's not the wind of yeah. change, here. No, no. I saw them live <laughs> in Harrisburg one time. Yeah, I, I saw them at the Monsters of Rock with Van yeah. Halen, Metallica, Dokken, and Kingdom Come <laughs> at JFK Stadium. Oh, the other uh, Van Halen song that I was considering was "Ain't Talking About Love." Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it's time. <laughs> Come on. This band was great, though. They yeah, were they great. were good. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, my my last, uh, I had to go like you know me. I had to go honorable mentions, and I love this band. And I've been yeah, listening you just to can't my... cut it off at three, can you? No, you I know, can't. You, you, yeah, you can't. But... <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Little Iron Maiden as well. Love that. Um, yeah, it's great stuff. So, uh, yeah, you'd because, be terrible on a on a committee like to pick like the final four or something or like this. I give you the final twelve. Play. You'd give like fifteen teams. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I can't cut it off. You just cut it already. Yeah. Cut the damn thing. I, I mean, we need like eight playing games. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't stop like ever. It's so ridiculous that I just can't ever like just pick three i have to have like a top 19 list and you used to do utah give me two all the time like twice a week sometimes yeah twice right? a week three four times a week in the summer <laughs> <laughs> give me two blah 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 right right <laughs> you know utah. Oh, man. um let's tell the people about parks again because uh they're a great sponsor here on the ogs podcast and um it, it's it's awesome because the app is so easy to use and Dude, there's so much going on to bet on right now, Harry. I know. Hockey, basketball, college football. basketball. The college bowl season is kicking up oh uh, this God. weekend, and the, you know the college football playoff, and they got those same game parlays now too, which you know you, 
you know, there's there's a really cool way to just the old school way to do it is just take the side and the total in the same game. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a fun bet. And it gives you a way better payout. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's it's great. I, I'm going to look at this NHL card. The Flyers are back tonight. New Jersey shit kicked the Flyers twice in that 10 game winless streak. Uh-huh. And the Flyers are back home tonight to play New Jersey. I would I, I'm going to see what the number is right now because you got to play the Flyers in this game tonight. You think so? Absolutely. Well, you think they're catching some kind of fire here? I haven't Under seen Mr. anything Yo? to indicate that they're a team about to go on a run. Uh-huh. But I'll take them tonight. Wow. I mean, That's the combined record of the teams that they're playing in the next three games, Harry, let me give mm-hmm. this to you. This is – so they they're play – plus Jer- 175 tonight at minus one and a half goals. Yeah, take that. That yeah. gives you a good payout. That's a good value there. Yes. Uh, what's the straight the minus one twenty seven is what they are just straight. Uh, yes. Is what I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Devils are plus one oh four at Parks. Yeah. So they play New Jersey, Montreal, and Ottawa this week. Mm-hmm. Combined record of twenty four forty seven and nine. The Devils have won two games of their last eleven. Both were against the Flyers. Oh boy. <laughs> Well, maybe they just got the Flyboys number, though. That could nah, be. No. Nah. No? Flyers just were not playing well. But that's a combined 80 games mm-hmm. of those two teams and 57 standings points. Now, that would have been the worst record. One team was under 57 in the last 20 years in mm-hmm. the 82 game season. That's how the week is. So, a good right. week for the Flyers to get it in order. You can I also go it... total shots on goal. What's the number in the, there? In the game. Uh, for both teams combined is 64 and a half. Well, that's an over. Flyers well, give up the most shots in the league. It's juiced to the under at minus 118. But the Flyers themselves are 32 and a half. And that's even uh, minus 112 on both sides. All right. So you like Dougie Hamilton to score? <laughs> no. Plus 310. Oh, that's a lot. No, then I, I'll say no. How about, um? let me I'll give you another... I'll give you uh, either either Nico Heischer or as Coatsy calls him, Hershiser. Wasn't he the first pick in the draft a year or two ago? Three ahead ago? of Nolan Patrick. Yeah, or I mean Pavel Zaka plus one eighty eight score for the Flyers. Um, first to score, Giroux at plus thirteen hundred, Konechny at thirteen hundred, Atkinson at twelve hundred. I'll go Atkinson. You're going to go Atkinson at plus yeah. 1,200? You're going to go yeah. just to score? Uh, oh, uh, to score. All right, yeah, just to score in the game. He's at plus uh, plus 195. Yeah, I'll just go just to score. Okay. Yeah. Um, and when's Konechny going to start playing? Get out. Get out. I'm doing a podcast. I'm live, you idiot. Wow. Jeez, look they just walk in. disrespect. I mean, you think on, this would up. happen? I mean – is he knocking on the old lady's door to do that? Oh, I know. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, wow. You don't recognize this is an office. This is a place of work oh, up yeah, here. Man. It might look like a, a party room with all the guitars and, and the buckets. Yeah, but, we're conducting uh, business in here. Right. <laughs> you know, the buckets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not, it doesn't look like the back room of Satrialis. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's classic. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, everybody, go to the – download the Parks app. Me and Harry just perused it right now. found some good plays. 
and it's simple to use. New customers get a $500 sign-up bonus right now and get your first bet risk-free and no promo required, just deposit. And if you lose, uh, your bet will be refunded in site credit. Site credit, yeah. Yeah. And follow uh, Park Sportsbook on Twitter, at Park Sportsbook. Uh, follow them on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all those different areas. So we'll be back at it next week. Harry, we got anything else we want to say? Any parting thoughts? Um, let's see. Uh, go Birds. Go Birds back on Sunday. After bye, yeah, against the uh, Washington football team. Washington football team on Sunday. You like them to win the game, don't you? Yeah, I like the Eagles in this game. All right. So you like the Eagles. There was something else I wanted to mention, but I can't find it now. Oh, it's right here. Uh, oh, here's what I wanted to mention. Oh. That uh, if you're a business and you're looking to start a podcast, uh, talk to our friends at Wildfire Podcasting. Uh, they're just right outside Philly and Clementon, New Jersey. And if you're thinking about a career in sports broadcasting, you want to start a podcast, whether it's for you and your friends to talk about sports or whatever, uh, you or your business as well. Uh, podcasting is a great way to market your business. Then uh, just go to the guys at Wildfire. They'll take care of everything. I don't know how to take care of any of this stuff. They take care of it all. So right. go to wildfirepodcast.com or just email Jim. Jim at WFGNJ.com. It's Jim at WFGNJ.com. Tell them we sent you and your short show is free. Again, go to wildfirepodcast.com. So thanks to those guys as well. Yeah. All right, Harry, let's, let's put a bow on it. See you All next right. week. Yep, we'll talk to you next week on uh, episode three of the Odd G's podcast. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review as well. We would greatly appreciate yes. it. And everybody have a great week. Talk to you next week.